Hey everybody, welcome to the Amazon Book Club. This week we're reading The Crater Mountain Sasquatch Legend by Robert Hunt. I want you to think about your favorite book you've ever read, and I want you to visualize yourself putting it in a trash can and lighting it on fire, because this is the best book ever written. Austin Hanna. Hi, I'm Ganesh Sarma. It's Shane. <laughs> like your new thing where you don't say your last name. <clears throat> this week we're reading a book called The Crater Mountain Sasquatch Legend by Robert A. Hunt. Say that again. The Crater Mountain Sasquatch Legend by Robert A. Hunt. What do you think A stands for? Um, Alien? Yeah. Ass. Oh. I don't know. You know what oh, I like about this? It's just me. a bunch of good words that I like. Simple. I know exactly what this is about. And you know what's even better? The author's name is easy too. Bob Hunt. It's just like, come on. These, none of this is challenging to me, and that's what I like when it comes to reading. Ganesh? Did I ever tell you there was a kid named Michael Hunt in my middle school? You go by Mike? The other kids started calling him that, and it didn't go very well for Poor him. Poor Michael. Jeez, you feel for, feel for the guy. I think parents with that last name would be more wary of uh, naming your kid. Well, some parents just don't have their minds in the gutter, and I commend them for that. If you haven't listened to this podcast before, what we do is every week we read a free ebook from Amazon Prime. We read the first page, the 25% mark, the 50% mark, the 75% mark in the last page of the book, and then we end the podcast. We go home. And that's it. That's the whole podcast. You're becoming a regular Kurt Fogg. I'm, you mean like the host? Yeah. I swing in on the rope. Yeah. And I give uh, the, uh, the, the, the speech. Yeah, you have your little adventurous shirt. And then I... Your tur- little uh, uh, bandana. Uh-huh. And then and I turn it to Olmec, who in this case is Ganesh. And Shane, you are the uh, silver snakes hopping around on the uh, little platform. Always the, win. The they always win. They always win. You're the one trying to construct the little golden monkey. And I could do it with my eyes closed. It's harder than you think. These kids fumbling around. First off, with these hands. Those are big hands. Those are monkey handling hands. Thanks. Yep. Yeah, I believe in you. Anyway, now that I've done that. Wait, Ganesha's Olmec? Oh, yeah. That's I that just that assumed way. I was the golden monkey. No, no, no. I'll take Olmec. You're Olmec. You're the one who's kind of giving us the story. Olmec was a little cheeky. He was. Kind of a pervert. You know, always rock hard. Did he get me too? Uh, he did. Yeah, he was been canceled. Cancel culture came for Olmec. Ganesh, read us a synopsis of the Crater Lake... Sasquatch Hunt. Crater Mountain Sasquatch Legend by Robert Hunt. Hi, upon the peak of Crater Mountain lives a legend. Something lurks in the wild. It's large and hairy, walking on two legs like a man. Mm. But definitely not a man. It's like Ganesh Sarma? It's a savage creature. It is Ganesh Sarma. A Sasquatch. Yeah, big boy. Retrace the steps of one of history's mightiest legends, the Sasquatch. The tumbler on two legs. Oh, yeah. The tough jerky. Uh-huh. The always... hairy bruiser. That's right. Don't mess with them. Standing a monstrous fork. 14 feet tall and weighing 900 pounds. How that big? Seems, that seems pretty lean. Lean? That seems, Not that seems big. 14 feet tall and mm. 900 pounds? Yeah. Shaquille O'Neal. Uh-huh. Seven feet something. Right. 300 pounds. Okay. So I'm he, saying 14, six. Yeah. That's why he's husky. He's eating too much. Also, how big that dick? <laughs> 
300 pounds. <laughs> so, you're going to say 300 also. Huh? Yeah. Well, that's math. It's one third, baby. Bigfoot. They should have called him. Um, well, you know. Big groin. Gurchick. It's for the, you know, I don't want to get bleeped. <laughs> Getting a little bleep happy these days. I don't want to say big. Whoa, buddy. Bleep. Gurchuk finds himself with the responsibility of raising a four-year-old girl. At the foot of Crater Mountain in the little town of Seton Portage, a newcomer, Trevor, with his heart full of hopes and dreams for a new and prosperous life. Ah, Trevor. Soon finds himself ensnared in a world of terror and discovery as he fights to survive the mysterious creature of Crater Mountain. Damn, Trevor just got abducted and is straight up getting brutalized. Share the lives and perspectives of some very earthly characters, along with some not-so-earthly. Uh-oh. Immerse yourself in the Sasquatch mythology with uh, the first installment in this incredible tale. Ooh, I can't wait to read more in the series. I'm actually quite excited. Me too. This sounds like something that's going to get my blood pumping and my heart racing and put the hairs on the back of my neck up on their ends. Ooh. You remember when we did that uh, mythological creature thing? Yeah, we did. Sasquatch got blown right out of the water. Twice, multiple times. He was on that bracket like 40 times. Yeah, he really did take a bruising. So, he never won. Spoiler. Sorry, Sass. Sorry, go listen to that episode. Yeah. Yeah, go back. There's no uh, books to worry about. Nah, who cares about, forget about any of the part of the podcast where you have to pay attention to anything. Go listen to that. We'll just talk about nothing for an hour. All right, let's jump in. Let's read the first page of... uh, the who what's it the, the stinky uh, strangler no, no 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 the crater mountain sasquatch legend underscore the stinky strangler by robert a hunt all right let's jump in now to the first page of the fucking Crater Hill Sasquatch Jamboree. Uh, Crater Mountain Sasquatch Legend. Ooh, ooh. Is it the word legend that does it um, for you? Like in what? Like sexually? No, oh, that gets it, your imagination just like jabbing. Sure. If he was a Crater Mountain Sasquatch, like normal, like regular, mediocre, that wouldn't do it for me. But legend, this is a good one. So, okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You catch what I'm putting down? Yeah. Because I don't. Forgot everything I just said. Chapter one. High upon Crater Mountain, dislodging rocks and hurtling them down the <laughs> steep, solid slope. Yeah. That's cool. Came the 900-pound Sasquatch. This is what I'm doing, the cleaning up my my cave. This is a great opening sentence to a book. Say it again. High upon Crater Mountain, dislodging rocks and hurtling them down the steep, solid slope. Came the 900 Hundred pound Sasquatch with that three hundred pound dick. <laughs> Boom! Do you think he just read some Marie Kondo? Yeah, he's, he's, these these rocks don't give joy. <laughs> these bad. I like these. These Make, rocks joy. Making his way along a ridge with quick wide strides. Making my way along the ridge with quick strides. His long tossing bricks and I'm homebound. <laughs> His long, massive arms swung. At his speed, the chill, gentle wind penetrated the long hair covering his body. Ooh. Dark brown and silver-tipped. Oh, he's great. All salt and pepper. Okay. We got a, we got a Clooney. All right. They cluned him up. <laughs> cluned that huge dick up. Mm-mm. Mm. And with the momentum of his stride, his long hair and beard kept rhythm. Stumbling for just a moment, he almost overcompensated for his top-heavy musculature. I thought he had big feet. No, he's tiny. <laughs> <laughs> Misconception. Teeny, tiny feet. Size sevens. <laughs> 
It's all torso, baby. Man. Husky shoulders, measuring six feet across, shook the frost free with each powerful step. The muscles at the back of his neck were so developed. Oh my God, so developed. What's those traps, big boy? It appeared as though he didn't have a neck at all. Nice. This guy should play offensive line. He sounds like Goldberg. <laughs> the wrestler? Yeah. Or Whoopi. I think kid from Mighty Ducks. Uh, oh. oh. No, I meant the wrestler. Uh. Goldberg. Remember he'd come out and he would do something? Yeah, Rube Goldberg. No, no, no. With no. his wrestling machine. No, Ganesh. His wrestling <laughs> machines. How does that work? They wrestle each other. Yeah. I, I guess in a way, when a domino knocks another domino down, it, it pins it. It is violent. Stopping quickly, his huge feet dug in. Is there a cat taking a shit around here? Yep. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, man, he's out. His hands are popping out. He's fuck wild, dude. I think his paws were going around the cage to hold on. <laughs> he's bracing himself. He's about to blast <laughs> off in there. Get you sure uh, your cat just made it, that litter box his bitch. <laughs> you better hold on tight. Here comes the ride. Like we said it before, it's learned behavior. It is, yeah. Like a father, like son. Nish gets up in the middle of the night, drenched in cold sweat, and just kicks the bathroom door down and sets up shop. Let's her loose. A grenade launcher. He pats the toilet first. It's going to be a long night. Hey, baby. I'm back for more. <laughs> Welcome to the splash zone. Uh, it's the only time I shit without my phone. I always have my head in my hands. Yeah, you need both hands available to, to contain the shame. Got to have one hand on a bucket just in case things start coming out the other way. Go back to bed a changed man. Yeah, changed into a fresh set of drawers. I sleep in the nude, as we've established earlier. You, you can't work. after that, dude. You gotta contain that <laughs> you're probably blast work, radius. You're probably working yeah. with crumbs after that. <laughs> oh, dude, I'm wiping pretty good. <laughs> Can I say that in the speech I gave at your wedding? <laughs> he just, wipes good, folks. Just, just mere weeks ago, he told me he was wiping pretty good. <laughs> so I think you're in good hands with a man like this. <laughs> if you want a man with a steady job, nice wardrobe who wipes pretty darn good You're i gonna wouldn't want, say pretty darn let's not over exaggerate he it's wipes about 80 percent of it out it's pretty good <laughs> out. it's a pretty good job not off but out out yeah it's, yeah you know what i'm saying all right five four three two one no need to count stopping quickly his huge feet dug into a loose rock out oh, oh. <laughs> Please give him a voice like that. Oh, oh, shit. Oh, ouch. But I'm Sasquatch. The breeze flowing up the slope carried the scent of evergreens, fresh water, and something else. Sound like the Three Stooges. (laughs) Raising his flat, broad, raising his flat, broad pug nose. Oh, he's got a pug nose. He turned an ear to the wind, listening and sniffing. That doesn't seem like it would get enough air in for his uh, big breathers. Yeah, the pug nose on yeah. a 900-pound f- man. Yes, we understand. I understand why there's not more of them. Yes, gene pool's weak, it's like l- real pugs. Mm-hmm. They're sickly. His large lips stretched into a grimace. He was close now, peering down at the valley below. He knew he'd finally catch up with his lifelong enemy, Skirtshot. What's that? Gurchuk looked down at the scars he carried from many previous fierce battles. Gurchuk? With the wicked grizzly <laughs> bear. Name? He's a grizzly bear. Skirchuk is a grizzly bear. Oh. Gurchuk is the uh, Sasquatch. Sasquatch's name is Gurchuk? Yeah. And he has an enemy named Skirchuk? He goes by Chuck, okay? 
Or Gert. That's my grandma's. And name. the bear also goes by Chuck. Dirty Gert. You call her that? Nah, her friends do. And lovers. One great scar on his hind leg still acted up every time he thought of the old bear. It had crippled him for weeks, most of which is all but impossible to see anymore, for it's hidden under his long dark hair. Now, it had returned to his kind and ransacked their community. Gertchuk was regarded as one of the strongest and most courageous of the clan. Skirchot thinks he can come and go as he pleases and just takes whatever he wishes. His names are confusing me. Does he believe himself to be the king of the mountain? Hell yeah. Perhaps invincible? Sure. Gertrude was no coward when challenged, and he was determined to make this the final battle. Gertrude better whoop some ass, some grizzly ass. What's the opening scene? I'm sure he's gonna show off his like move set. Mm-hmm. He's got like the chops. He drop kicks. Yeah, drop kick maybe just like a rapid kick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bam, 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 bam. Sure. Then he picks up things and throws. He's got kind of like a ranged attack. Yeah, I could see that. And like a mind blast. Oh yeah, he's got psycho waves. <laughs> Sneaking up on the old grizzly, the Sasquatch peered through the bushes. He saw Skirchot rear up and carve his mark deep into the bark of an evergreen. Then he turned and ambled further down the steep slope into the woods. Get your hands off my evergreen. King of the mountain, Gertchuk snorted. Oh, that pug nose. Slipping down. He's always snorting. Slipping down to the flat where Skirchot's uh, fresh mark in the tree was. The first thing he did was scrape the bear's claw marks from the tree. Get out of here, bear. He's peeing on it? He pissed on the tree, yeah. My tree. Marks his territory. Gertchuk does. Yeah, the bear's not going to touch it again if there's urine all over mm-hmm. it. That's how it works. Using the sharp edge of the rock to obliterate the grizzly's brand, Gurchuk glanced at his shadow. Dusk was falling and it was time to end this. Fuck your brand. Let's stop there. <laughs> We're stopping there? They're about to fight. All right, fine. Let's That's jump in. how this podcast works. No, I want to see a fight. Let me just hear the fight. A little. There's usually nothing more I love than to skip ahead to another part of the book. I, but I can't find it. Okay, that's fine. Let's wow. read the 25% mark of... Uh, Ooh, it's the uh, uh, the Crater Mountain Sasquatch uh, 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 legend. Legend. of the Crater Lake Sasquatch legend. Crater Mountain Sasquatch something or other. Ganesh, read words. The cave was barely discernible. All was a white blanket of snow. If it wasn't for the trees, he would have passed on. Curling bellows of steam escaped and partially melted the snow. Wait, are we getting to the fight right now? Uh, uh, fight's over. No, it sounds like he's going up to, like, the bear cave. He crunched him. Took that bear to town. This created long bars of icicles at the opening. Snap him off. It's fun to do. Yeah, use him as a weapon against the bear. The footprints practically covered over with snow came from this general direction. The small cave entrance may be larger than it looks. Or maybe, are we from the perspective of another character who's now discovering Gurchuk? Oh, perhaps a man? A, a man, human man? A human man. He like hoped me and you. Trevor had to find out because with all of the steam, he might sleep someplace warm tonight. A cave heated by natural hot springs? Ooh. Mm-hmm. Ooh, is that a steamy cave? Could I be so lucky? Take off my shirt. I don't think it's going to be natural hot springs, Uh-oh. fellas. I think it's going to be a hot squatch. Well, you should count that 300-pound hog as a spring. Immediately climbing through the deep snow to the cave, Trevor ignored his frostbite as he trusted the heat source. Ooh. There, he scraped the snow away beneath the ledge. Oh, faithful. 
and ducked his head inside where the moisture and warm air escaped. A rude, musty odor came up like the stench of rotten garbage. <laughs> That's one rude odor, my man. Rude. You wiping, Sasquatch? Where are your manners? Pretty good. Well, I'm wiping pretty I'm good. I'm wiping pretty good. I do my best. You see how furry I am? Especially back there. This melted the snowflakes from his beard. Oh, it's warm. His eyes watered a little. Trevor dug more oh, it, snow. It stinks. <laughs> stinks like shit. <laughs> Trevor dug more snow away and found that the interior of the cave was much bigger than he expected. Sliding inside, he took some brave deep breaths. The odor was putrid. <laughs> putrid. <laughs> no, putrid is funny. The odor was <laughs> odor. putrid. Oh my. The odor was putrid, <laughs> but in favor of the warm air, he tolerated it. The cave stretched on into a corridor with a soft red glow. Mmm, lava lamp? What you cooking up in here? Illuminating from around a distant butt. <laughs> Stinks. But a tastes, local bear. Tastes good. Uh, I ate it all, but the, uh, the ass is left. For you, Trevor. Trevor, crept. welcome. Trevor crept further into the cave. With each step, he tried not to make a sound. He felt like there was something else alive in the cave with him. Foul stench could only be from some hibernating bear, Trevor suspected. Yeah, sure. He's just shitting himself all winter. Do bears shit themselves all winter? Nope. That's a question I just asked myself for the first time. They eat a ton of cheese, they get blocked up, they're all good to go. Oh, that's what that's what the bears do. That's where the expression put a cork in it comes from. <laughs> that's right. Wow. Thank God Shane was here. The our, our linguist. Trevor suspected if this was true, he didn't want to wake it. Surprised by the sheer space within and how unnaturally cleared out the structure was. As Trevor suspected, it had been hollowed out on purpose. Damn, everything in here sparks joy. <laughs> Miners. Very inviting. Lovely. Miners. Trevor hoped to find evidence that this was an old collapsed mine. Miners? Was this Epstein's cave? Oh, no. To believe this had been tunneled out by the creature disturbed him. It would mean Trevor was trespassing on the creature's dwelling. At his feet, Trevor found the ground littered with smooth wooden sticks. Hmm, a whittler. Tearing a piece of fabric away from the bottom of his shirt, he tied it around the end of a stick. Lighting the fabric with a wooden match, Trevor fashioned a torch. From the light of the torch, he could see that what he thought were sticks were, in fact, the pony remains of animals. No! The bone he had chosen to make his torch with was the hind leg bone of a moose. Oh, my God. Oh, a moose bone. That's huge. How can you even pick that up? I don't know. He's strong. Now, Trevor had no doubt he was inside the creature's den. Yeah, the creature. here straight up snatching mooses and eating their bones like a chicken leg. I think it's just moose, plural. Mooses. No, moose is plural. Moes. Nah. The creature did truly exist. A chill ran through Trevor's body. Oh, I don't belong in this place. Sorry, sir. I'm touching your bones. You can get your hands off my bones, boy. Gurchuk, you back there. Moving toward the cave's entrance, he heard the sound of a young girl's laughter. It echoed oh, down through this deep no. cave. Can we put the little sound effect in there? I want to be spooked. What, the laughter? The young girl's laughter, the crackle of the fire, a little breeze of the cool air coming in, some cr cr uh, crackling of the feet on, Ooh, the, on the ground, perhaps. The spiders are laughing. Ooh, yeah, the spiders are tingling and dancing. We're going, so we're all going to eat tonight. Oh, yeah. Can you do that? Can you put that in there? Like a Disney version. Yeah. This was far too creepy. He thought better of investigating, poking his head back out to the cool, crisp, fresh air. He could see the shapes of not one, but two large, dark shadows walking toward him. Oh, crap. <laughs> he yelled while crapping. <laughs> Together, they climbed up the steep snow bank with ease. Hey, 
What are you doing up there, kid? Hesitantly, he considered bolting out of the cave and escaping the creatures, but the sight of their powerful form scared him something terrible. Mm, these things are ripped, jacked, stacked. Brick house. No time remained. A successful escape wasn't possible. Trevor slid back into the cave. Taking hold of his torch once more, he turned and swiftly crept deeper into the cave. So he could have ran, but decided, no, no, I'll go back into their cave. He's confused. He doesn't know what to do. Maybe I can be one of them. Maybe they'll take me in as their son. Maybe I'll just pretend to be a bone on the floor. Don't mind me. I'm just a little bone. Rounding a lazy corner and peeking over a rock, Trevor gazed upon a young girl who was caring for a large, hairy baby. <sighs> Ew. What is she there? You're nanny? smiling, Ganesh. Why do you like this? Because so he was once a large, hairy baby and he relates. <laughs> he sees himself in this character. Pretty cool, huh? Yeah, that's right. Here's another win for the large hairy babies. The baby lay near a fire pit of glowing embers. Well, that doesn't seem safe because... Gotta uh, keep baby warm. Baby need warm. Because of the overcasted shadows and dim lighting, it was difficult for Trevor to make out the details. It looked as though the baby lay nestled in a pile of furs. Ooh. Hairy baby in a pile of furs. Get warm over here right next to the embers. You're gonna lose them. Hi, caramba. I like to cuddle up in there. Over the fire was a long bowed tree, and hanging from it was game meat, garlic, oh. and fish. Classic. You love. You know you're in a, a supernatural cave when you see an open flame with game meat and garlic hanging from a spit. Sounds nice. I'd eat it. I'd have seconds. Trevor decided to try to communicate with the girl. Hey! <laughs> Hey, girl! Placing his rifle in an, into a narrow gap between a rock and the cave's wall, Trevor wouldn't forget where it was hid. Slipping his pack from off his shoulders, he laid it over his rifle. Why is he dropping all this stuff? Is he going to get in them first? Yeah, let me just get undressed. Ooh, that <laughs> looks pretty good. I'm going to slip into something a little more comfortable for these furs. Maybe she can take care of two babies. Oh, I'm just a little hairy baby. <laughs> take care of me. Remember me? What? I might be new. Slowly, Trevor uh, stepped out into plain view, holding only his torch out in front of him. When the young girl saw him, she let out a ghastly cry of fear. <sighs> Throwing her body in front of the baby, she would give her life to protect it without hesitation. Don't you save my baby. At that moment, a great sound erupted behind Trevor as the two huge Sasquatch entered the cave. <laughs> Trevor really fucked this up. Yeah, what's his uh, plan? Bad here? move. This man. is like the last page of a choose your own event. Yeah, it's like you made the wrong decision. To die. Yeah. yeah. All right, Trevor. They're gonna smash him. Should have ran, dude. He had a chance to run, and instead, here you are screaming at their baby. One of them was six feet in height and darted right at Trevor. Damn, power forward. He thought <laughs> he was going to be laid to rest as the smaller of the two Sasquatch ran toward him with a supernatural speed. Danny, they're running. Shutting his eyes tight, he received a sharp swat. How big is this cave? Big, but not too big. Not showy. Modest. Yeah. The powerful dark form dodged around Trevor using his knuckles to run like an ape. Ooh. What? I've always wanted to do that. Give it a shot. You can. Try it around the city. It's not too All late. Right. I got to work on my knucks, though. Yeah. You got you to gotta build up the calluses. A little delicate. Yeah. It's not just the knuckle. It's, you got to have strong wrists. Uh, I don't. You look like you have weak bones. Me? Yeah, you. Wow. Jeez. How do you like it when it's turned on you? I can handle the pressure. You drink a lot of milk? Nope. I haven't had milk in years, 10 years plus. Those bones are like a, a fine glass, ready to shatter at a moment's notice. And then I'll sue whatever did it. <laughs> you know, everything about that? Yeah. I've got the power. Can't sue your own trampoline. Let's stop there. Okay. Well, it sounds like this guy's in a. Fuck me. Jesus. This is nature's miracle. Cats. 
Let's jump ahead now to the 50% mark. 50? Is that right? Mm-hmm. Oh, this is time flies when you're having fun. We're going to the 50% mark of the Crater Mountain Sasquatch Legend. Life is a highway. And Mikey likes it. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> All right. Life is a breakfast. <laughs> that should have been the life theme song. Life is a cereal. Better part of a balanced breakfast. With some milk. Yeah. Banana. <laughs> Banana. Because it always shows it with like bananas yeah. chopped up in it. What kind of psychopath cuts up fruit and puts in their cereal? Yeah, I've always wondered. Come on, it's just cereal, dude. No, you're not a chef. This isn't a Michelin star restaurant. It's the breakfast nook. Eat a spoonful of your gruel. Get to work. I want these fresh berries. All right, let's jump into the 50% mark of the freaking uh, Crater Crater Mountain Sasquatch Legend. This is one of those titles where I, in the beginning, I was like, I'm not even going to try to remember this. And I haven't. I've stayed true to myself. Good job. Thanks. Chapter 7. Beautiful. Eight miles below the snow line, five brave men hiked up through the steep terrain of Crater Mountain. We're gonna find Trevor. Where's our little Trev? My great-grandson Trevor. With the great-grandfather's hiking up the mountain. Yeah, 55 years old. These people reproduce quick. With them was a pack train of two ponies laden with supplies. They went pony, I'd go mule. But that's just me. I'd take a helicopter. The men, all organized hunters from Seton Portage... Mm, that's the nearby town, I heard. That's the hunting town. Mm-hmm. We're well known as the Copper Creek Coachmen. In response to Trevor's message of Morse code, they organized a search party. What the fuck's in Trevor's and Morse code? They rap tap tapping on trees. He threw boulders down in Morse code. These boulders are coming down in what appears to be a Morse code pattern. That, that says, must be from Help Trevor. Me. Gertchuk the Sasquatch has me, and his human babysitter is screaming in my face. P.S. It's Trevor. I think you guys know me. Remember me, Trevor? I'm your uh, grandson's son. I clogged at the fair. <laughs> Trevor. The toilet. Trevor with two V's. You know me. Winding their way up through the bush. Damn, that's a lot of rocks. And toll evergreens. People are dying. These boulders keep coming down the mountain. And but God damn it if they doesn't sound like Morse code. In single file. <laughs> Somebody get down here. What did he say? Let's get that chopper. Trevor, send those rocks again, boy. Let's get that chopper up in the air so we can read this. Oh, my God. They were led by a man named William Short. William was known throughout the town as the most experienced hunter. And let's guess he's tall. (laughs) Six foot nine, old Bill Short. People traveled all, all across the sea to pay large sums of money to hire William. As their guide, he led them on a hunt. The old mercenary was in his late 40s with a lean height. Healthy, tanned, colored skin and gray hair of experience running along the sides of his head. We got a regular Craig T. Nelson on our hands. That's what I was thinking. Mm -hmm. We got the Kloon versus Craig T. Half of his persuasive personality was in his perfect, bright smile of sturdy, white teeth. The other half, his unmatched skill at the hunt. Is he a pit, maybe? Of the Brad variety? Oh, I thought you meant like a, like a pit master. Oh. I was thinking like a pit boss at a casino. Sounds like he could really do anything with that know. smile. The sun was five hours over the horizon. The sky had been clear all morning, but dark thunderheads approached from the east. What so- time an old lady told me I had a nice smile? I was uh, like 17 years old. 
Ew. Didn't know what to do. Think she was looking for more? Nah. She give you give you a check? Nah. Cash? Nah. All right. Well, then Zell? you missed out. Yeah, she's LG. Nah, Zell wasn't around. This is before Zell. This is Venmo. Yeah, this is before Venmo. This was when they'd pay you in sacks of gold coins. Mmm, the sacks. Literally. Sack of Jews. So far, their journey up the mountain held no clues of the captive man for whom they were searching. Your sack of Jewesus. You see some Beantonies? Susan Beantonies. Hey, it's Susan B. Anthony. And I'm a suffragette. Hey, give me those sacks One of the men was very tired and spoke about his weary state. Hey, Will, can we stop a moment? We've been yeah. on this trek since before the sun came up. I need water. Well, I got the, uh, the vapors. Well, water me, Will. Water me, please. Norm, if we keep stopping for every little complaint you have, we'll never get to the person who sent that message last night. I know for me and trouble in the mountains, I'd like to thank people responding to my call for help. All jokes aside, I would love to know how Trevor sent Morse code through the woods. Seriously. <laughs> what is he fucking, is it smoke signals? What happened? Maybe well, they mean, have a telegram up there. If only we read. <laughs> if E.T. can come up with a friggin' thing that communicates the outer space with a speaking spell, surely this uh, adult man. E.T.'s well, e. e. not real, Ganesh. Yeah. Uh, Neither is this book. No, this is real. Maybe, yeah, you're right. I think he called collect from uh, the uh, Gurchuk's landline. Do you accept the charges from Gurchuk? <laughs> but then he just like uh, dot, yeah. dot, dashed into the telephone. Yeah. Uh, okay. Someone, pa- <laughs> someone passed Norma Canteen and he drank from it. After a few good strong gulps, he wiped his mouth with. Oh, with this his- is milk. Who brought the 2%? Oh, it's strawberry milk, too. Good God. (laughs) I didn't ask for Nesquik, boy. He wiped his mouth with his sleeve and looked at William with discouragement. We're not training for the war here, he muttered under his breath. William heard this and added, A man's life is at stake. We must help him. Saving Private Trevor. The newcomer Trevor hasn't been heard of for two months. Two months? Oh, no. Whoa. Sasquatch has had his way with him. And many of the townsfolk have been going to his home to check on him, if, uh, starting with Mary Lou Thompson and her friend, Annabelle. Hmm. Couple of bachelorettes. Do we even know where to look for this missing person? Asked Elliot, squinting his eyes. Elliot was one of the men who told his Sasquatch tale at the Seton Hotel. Like, regularly? He's a tainer. That's his thing? Yeah. You guys want to hear the tale of the Sasquatch? We heard it. Change the record. This question was answered by James Nelson, who was a burly mill worker. Nice. That's the only kind of mill worker I respect. You don't, like, you don't root for the little guys? No, little squirrely mill workers. I hope they fall in. All right. I saw the light coming from this northern side of the mountain, and it was well above the snow line. No, he may be frozen to death. Norm responded with attitude. Look, Norm. Norm didn't have that voice before. He just got hit in the balls. <laughs> well, he drank so much water. <laughs> Gargling. No, oh, he may be frozen to death. Norm responded with attitude. Look, Norm, if you're, if you're purposely trying to sh- uh, slow the rest of us down, you can head back right now. William snapped. Why don't you just read the message that was sent from the mountain? Uh, I, for one, didn't understand it all the way uh, through the first time I heard it. All right, send those boulders again, boy. William, the leader, stopped in his tracks as they were hiking over a bluff. He looked out at the miniature valley ahead of them. They would have to go through it because the trees were far too thick on either side. You know, that's a thick bluff. It would be an easy climb up the along the dried creek bed. It could lead them to the snow line. Do that. Yeah, let's just do that, I think. William fingered a breast pocket until... Excuse you. Uh, until he dug out a crumpled piece of paper. Unfolding it, he began to read. Mind your P's and Q's, Bill. SOS. Stop. Please help me. Stop. I'm being held captive. <laughs> this was delivered in like a singing telegram. <laughs> Stop. SOS. Stop. 
I've been holding captive. My name is Trevor. Stop. I'm being kept in the cave. Not far from here. Stop. Bring a chloroform and message. What are they going to like tag team Sasquatch with chloroform? Let's stop there. Stop. Okay. That sounds good. The only weakness on a Sasquatch is that they love chloroform. They like to drink it. This book is perfect. It's just simple. Every, every new chapter, I'm like, I get exactly what's happening. We're looking for Trevor. Mm-hmm. We got, first we got the Sasquatch. Trevor yep. went up there. Now he's stuck in the cave. Now we got a search party looking for Trevor. Yep. Mm-hmm. Easy peasy. None of this highfalutin sniffing your own farts bullshit some of these authors do. Jaws with claws, baby. They're high class. This Yeah, this is good stuff. This is just salt of the earth, meat and potatoes, Grade A American beef of a book. Yeah, classic Americana right here. It's like here. a little chewy London broil in my mouth. Let's jump ahead now to the 75% mark mm-hmm. of the Crater Mountain Sasquatch Legend. about to read the 75% mark of the Crater Mountain Sasquatch Legend. Ganesh, take it away. After eating supper at the Seton Portage Pub, Trevor noticed his hands were a little shaky. Oh, he's back. Oh, back at the pub. Welcome back, Trevor. His old watering hole. That's right, yeah. With an hour before the start of his shift, he decided to take a relax. Oh, he's back to work? Already back to work. <laughs> Not even dealing with any ramifications? Man, he didn't have to go see a therapist. He didn't even lose his job. Hey, sorry I was gone for three months, but the Sasquatch had me all tied up. But I'm back, so when's my next shift, boss man? He decided to take a relaxing <laughs> horseback ride. Nothing more relaxing than getting on a live animal. So much had happened in such a short time. Needing to clear his head, the situation proved to be much bigger than he was. Maybe that's what you need, Austin. You need to just like... A therapy animal to ride? You Yeah, just get on the back of a, mm-hmm. something living. <laughs> Well, yeah. either of you guys' game? And ride it. <laughs> ride it. Get my, get, dig my spurs in. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, I can do it. I think I'll do it. Let's check Craigslist. This seemed to be the pattern throughout Trevor's life. His father and grandfather raised him abusively. Uh, Whoa. Not good. It seemed no matter how big he became or how tough, the world always managed to beat him down. And then out of nowhere, his fucking Sasquatch abducts him. <laughs> this guy got dealt a bad hand. Yeah, he's got a bad view on things probably. Unless Sasquatch treated him like the father he never had. We didn't read, so I don't know. The situation was different, though. Because of his nightmares and a profound fear of the dark, Trevor didn't look forward to being alone in his cabin, letting his mind settle on the simple sound of the horse's hoofs trotting along the old road. Trevor breathed in deeply. Taking his horse down to which road? The old road? Mm-hmm. Old town road. Mm. Ride till he can't no more. Can't buy the rights. The clean air smelled great after the rain. Wrangler on his booty. I have to bleep that all out. Can't buy the rights. It's the expensive hottest track in the, the all time. It is. That's, that's crazy, right? Do you think Lil Nas X would do a remix with us? Uh, maybe. He seems really nice. Let me give him a shout out. See what we can uh, wrangle up. Are you going to give him a shout out now? Yeah, we were probably too late in the game. If we had gotten in six months ago, he might have honestly done it. Well, I mean, I'm waiting for the shout out. If you could say anything to Lil Nas X right now, what would you say? I like what you're doing. I like what you're putting down. Picking up what you're putting down, Hot Shot. And I think that you'd make a fine guest on the Amazon Book Club. Trevor breathed in deeply. Oh, good. Fine. The clean air smelled great after the rain. How different will my life be from now on? He speculated. Surrendering to his fate, he decided to let it steer his path. Closing his eyes, he let the horse move him. 
this does feel like a choose your own adventure. Should the horse go left or right? Becoming one with its rhythm of stride, he practiced to let things go. When he opened his eyes, he found he was still on the main road, but he was next to his property. Looking over the old fence, he could just barely make out his cabin and the damage. Surprisingly, the damage didn't look so bad from a distance. What happened? Sasquatch come down here and start raising Cain. Is this where you live, Trevor? You coming to my house and fuck it all up, Trevor? <laughs> fuck your ass, Trevor. Is this your bed, Trevor? Is this your wraparound porch, you son of a bitch? Look what I'm doing to it, Trevor. Taking a dump on it, boy. I'm making mud, Trevor. <laughs> when he opened his eyes, he You pick was... up my bones, Trevor? Uh-uh, those are my bones. Look what my bone can do, Trevor. Oh, no. He found he was still on the main road. Fucking the chimney. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Scanning the landscape back to the trees, he half expected to see Tiero or Tinoka. Ah, the boys. <laughs> but there is no sign or you know. the sound of either of them. The cabin was still a dead, lifeless shell. Only in Trevor's eyes did it still hold the ghostly remains of the Sasquatch's spirit. Wait, is the Sasquatch dead? The entire mountain was haunted with the creatures, for that matter. Trevor didn't bother traveling up his driveway. All he wanted was to just clear his head after all. Returning to the sheriff's station, Trevor felt much better. Admitted downstairs, he was expected to take the guard's place next to the jail cell immediately. The guard stood up from his wooden chair. Hey, Trevor, good to see you. For a second there, I thought you weren't going to show. Well, after what this guy did to my home, I don't have a lot of options. <laughs> Trevor replied with a forced chuckle. Uh, what's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> After, Who desecrated poor Trevor's home? After Gurchuk was taken away, some of the Copper Creek coachmen offered to help me patch up my place. Damn, so Gurchuk really did come down and throw a fucking fit all over Trevor's house. <laughs> <laughs> Bad house guest. What happened in that cave? Muddied up his boots and put him on the, the coffee table. Oh, that's great. The guard cheered and slapped his knee. Well, it's time for me to turn in. As he passed by Trevor, he paused in mid-stride and asked, why do you want to spend so much time with this creature? I'm sure you could have made other arrangements for tonight. You've been captured by it. I love him. <laughs> Don't you want to enjoy your freedom? I, you never, I never had no daddy till I met Gurchuk. He's my daddy. Trevor looked at the sleeping creature for a moment. He needed a second to think about the question. Yes, you're right. Uh, part of me does want to get away from him, and I do want to enjoy my freedom, and I will. But when I'm away from it, I get spooked. It's only when I can see it's not free that I feel a sense of safety. Mm, nice. The guard nodded. Bad blood. Gurchuk really did a number on this guy. Satisfied with Trevor's statement. With his psycho powers. Oh, he blasted me with mind rays. Then Trevor added, Yet somehow this creature still fascinates me and this may be the last time I'll ever see it. The guard huffed with a half smile. He didn't act, uh, exactly agree with Trevor's final comment, but he just shrugged it off and lumbered up the stairs without speaking another word. All Cap right, freak. <laughs> see you. <laughs> Suit yourself, you fucking pervert. After the guard left, Trevor <laughs> sat and stared at Gurchuk for a long while. He considered all of his options. Why am I drawn here? <laughs> you're he beautiful. You're beautiful. Gurchuk. That's it's true. <laughs> the real answer eluded him. He thought long and hard about what it uh, was he really wanted out of this experience. I saw your face fucking up my house. <laughs> and now I'm pissed at you. He Deep down, he felt compassion for this creature. An emotional oh. struggle occurred on the battlefield of his thoughts that resulted in the outcome of a fresh it's idea. This fucking psycho race, dude. Got him right in the cerebellum. A plan that Trevor believed was the only answer to resolve this entire situation. It was all he could do to appease his conscience. A townsfolk who stayed up late to celebrate and drink told Sasquatch tales until they fell asleep after midnight. Ah, Sasquatch was up there fucking kicking shit over and tossing Kick. hay bales up against the house. Just up there kicking Trevor's ass for two months, <laughs> that son of a bitch was. <laughs> well, he gave Trevor a licking. 
Trevor, I came back with a fat lip. Trevor was entrusted with the keys to the sheriff's station, trying to unlock the weapons that were securely stored in the basement cabinets. Whoa, okay, what? kill this son of a bitch. Give me the shotgun. Trevor discovered. Chuck, you've drawn your last breath. Uh, Trevor, <laughs> Trevor Trevor's discovered. like, do y'all west. <laughs> Trevor. <laughs> Oh, my God. Trevor discovered he didn't have access. He was, however, able to open the lower cabinets of ammunition's inventory. I'm gonna throw bullets at him. <laughs> yeah, Gerchuk. Dodge these, you dumb asshole. <laughs> you 15-foot fucker. <laughs> While he hit the ammunition and the chloroform jars in the attic, he found a vial and a syringe behind the sheriff's desk. The Whoa. vial was labeled... Did it lethally inject this guy? Surgical. Strapping you down, Gerchuk. The, the vial was labeled Naloxone. Trevor remembered the word. Mm. Bad drug. <laughs> That's a dead drug. Uh-huh. That'll make him dead. Here, the conservation officer referred to it as the antidote to the chloroform's effects. Filling the syringe with the contents of the vial. I'll put him to sleep and wake him back up. Ten milligrams in total. A lot. I'm going to waterboard him. <laughs> Trevor What do you know? When did you know it, Gertrude? Good night. Wake up. <laughs> Don't fuck with me, Gertrude. Good night. All right, wake up again. You like this, Gertrude? Sleep bored, yeah. Trevor carefully uh, crept inside, leaving the door of the cage open behind him. Trevor began to consider the implications of his actions. He had to clean an area. He used a cotton swab and some rubbing alcohol to wipe a sterile area of his butt. Excuse me? Of his buttocks. Whose buttocks? Gertchuk, man, we're getting up close and personal with Gertchuk's Gert nasty. cheeks. Yeah, her cheeks. If the creature was playing dead, man, this time, you really don't wipe too good. Do you? <laughs> it's it's thanks down here, Gertchuk. Oh, yeah, wipe pretty good, man. <laughs> Trevor was about to find out uh, if he, as he inserted the needle of the syringe, some of the torn clothing still hung off Gertchuk's body. After tapping out the air bubbles of the syringe and squeezing out an insignificant amount, Trevor inserted the long needle into the pelt of the potentially benevolent beast. The body of the Sasquatch didn't move or react. Act, Trevor wasn't sure how potent the Naloxone was. After waiting a few minutes, he administered two milligrams more. <laughs> Come on, Gurchuk. Wake up. Wake up and fight me. You talk to me. <laughs> I'm going to throw all these bullets right at your forehead. Why'd you do it? Why did you destroy my home? <laughs> my rug. You ruined my rug. It was a new rug. With the cell doors shut, Trevor patiently waited. The drug worked quickly before long. Gurchuk was moving about and moaning. <laughs> What do you want? <laughs> Finding he could communicate with Gurchuk in his dopey state of mind, Trevor helped the poor creature to his feet. He spoke to his large, hairy friend softly and frequently while directing him up the stairs of the sheriff's station. Oh, they're friends? We don't know. Just kind of a bad house guest, it sounds like. Next to the massive creature, <laughs> Trevor felt like he was the size of a small child. I'm baby again. It was tr- three times his own night. <laughs> Make me baby. Find <laughs> me baby again. You're all awake. Now I Rock me to bed, Gurchuk. Finding a black cowboy hat, he pulled it down over Gurchuk's pointed head. <laughs> all right, at casual. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just my 800-pound friend, the cowboy. <laughs> Don't mind him. He's only 14 feet tall. Gurchuk? Oh, no, no, no. I think you got him confused. This is John Smith. He's from out of town. <laughs> No, this is Gert Cook. Cook. <laughs> no, they couldn't walk in a straight line or at anything resembling a fast pace. They did manage to cover the distance of the main floor of the, to the exiting Putting a cowboy out on a 14-foot tall. <laughs> We're going to get you out of here. Oh, is that a Sasquatch? Oh, no, that's just old. That's the big cowboy. That's just Trevor's big friend. I don't know. <laughs> the two of them. Is that your dad, Trevor? <laughs> The two of them bumped into every object they came near. Trevor had to be on his guard so he didn't end up pinned under the weight of the massive creature. Let's stop there. No, God. We got like a Weekend at Bernie situation. Yeah, please. Can we just... I want to just read this whole book. This sounds insane. (laughs) 
Ah, uh, you really want to stop? Yeah, he okay. made the call. It's fine. We'll see All what right, happens. Boss. Well, this thing is this book is like a fine wine. It's getting better yeah. with age. Let's jump ahead. I want to wanna the, chug it. Okay, I know. I want to. I want to beer bong this book. <laughs> Uh, this is terrific. Let's jump ahead to the last page of the crater. The crater mountain Sasquatch legend. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Trevor, <laughs> Trevor was abducted, rescued via Morse code. Yeah. And now we've come to find out he actually seems to like his captor. Who he's now broken out of jail in a cowboy hat. Maybe they just misunderstood Gurchuk. Jesus. The whole town. He's like the Grinch. He lived up on the mountain and he's come down to redeem himself. Let's read the last page here of the Crater Mountain Sasquatch legend. Gurchuk hugged Nuxie and his son. Nuxie. The tiaro awoke and smiled at them. Joining the group hug also, she threw her arms around the family of hairy bodies. Woot woot. Oh, woot woot. <laughs> the whole family, That's the whole hurt. freaking family of Sasquatches. Gurchuk stood up and looked down at his son in Tiaro. He stroked his hand around his... <laughs> My son, Trevor, I love you, boy. <laughs> he stroked his hand around his son's shoulder and pulled him close. Nuxie moved in tight behind him and licked the wounds of Tanoka's face. Aww. I'm imagining all these as like Chewbacca's family. Yeah, that's about right. Gurchuk pushed Tiaro closer to Trevor with his long arm. Gurchuk decided Tiaro belonged with her own kind. Speaking in his Sasquatch chatter again, the great Sasquatch told Tiaro that her place was with the humans. Trevor put his arm around her and she looked at him <laughs> with wide eyes. So Tiaro, Tiaro, I suppose, is the babysitter who yeah. freaked the fuck out in the first scene where Trevor not so casually just dropped in on their uh, night in. Wait, wait, yeah. wait. So Bigfoot and uh, this human lady... Had a child together. No. No, she's like their babysitter. Yeah. Because Noxum or whatever it's his like Yeah, she's just there's nothing weird about this relationship, you niche you sure? freaking animal. It's totally yeah. normal. This is normal. Just like this is babysitter normal, stuff. This is a normal human woman. Where are you getting babysitter from? Because she's just sitting with the baby. The hairy yeah. baby. Do Moms you, look after their babies. You pay attention to this book we're reading. No, at because all? the parents were out, they were having fun. Yeah, they there's two dinner. shadowy figures outside. Those are the parents, Ganesh. Oh, What's wrong with you? Why do you have your mind in the gutter, you yeah. goddamn ass? They were out, they were hitting a buffet. Yeah. And they come back and there's a guy in the house. Yeah, they're worried. Of course you come back and you see your babysitter confront with a, a freak like Trevor. Yeah, they're worried for the baby, but they're also worried for the babysitter because they've grown attached to her. Yeah, she's part of the part family. Ganesh? Ganesh. My mistake? Good God. God. Have you ever lived? I have. That's what I'm saying. I mean, it's very possible that no. she had romantic inclinations no, towards you Gertrude. have disgusting thoughts. Nah. You, you'd, you'd watch that porn, though. No. Again, I think that we should send this to your therapist. Watch the buffet. Still waiting on her name and contact information. Buffet live cam. <laughs> Sasquatch buffet. Yeah. Wouldn't you want to see that? I'd like to open a Sasquatch themed buffet, kind of like Rainforest Cafe. Mm. But it's a buffet and it's with Sasquatches. Well, you know what you could do if you did that? Hmm. All right. Hear this. Hear me out. Okay. Once an hour, a Sasquatch strolls through and mm. people are like, oh, did we see him? That's like the whole gimmick oh, of like, it. Oh, I see. How about the lights go off and you just see kind of shadowy figures walking? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm into that. That's right, cool, right? Let's invest all of our money in it and take it to Shark Tank. And if you get a clear picture, you know what you get? Mm. Basket of fries. Oh, come on. And they're disco fries. Yeah. All right. Get back into it. Speaking in his Sasquatch chatter again, the great Sasquatch told Tiaro that her place was with the humans. Trevor put his arm around her and she looked at him with wide eyes. It's true. Come back to me and the rest of the humans, Tiaro. I'm human. At that moment, Gurchuk and his son turned to amble away. They sauntered up along the tall embankment of the ravine near the edge of the forest. There, they turned and looked back. Tiaro watched the Sasquatch. Her eyes quivered. 
watering with sadness to reveal how she longed for them. Bye, big boys. Love my Sasquatch family. Watching them leave her was killing her inside. This is like the opposite. <laughs> this is the opposite of Harry and the Hendersons. Yeah, they're the ones leaving. This is Henderson and the Harrys. Wow. When she glanced back at Trevor, he smiled down at her. Tierra returned his smile, and Trevor was quite pleased by the unexpected turn of events. But as they gazed into one another's eyes, Trevor noticed a change occur in Tierra's features. Yeah, she what? shivered. Trevor for- fell in love with the babysitter. Come on, dog. Frightened and lost. Nah. Amateur shit. <laughs> then she slipped out of his arms with a change of heart. Feeling she still had the option to make a choice, she looked away to Gurchuk, Nuxie, and their son. See? Yeah. Ganesh. Just hitting the buffet, dude. mistake, dude. They were near the fence that separated the forest from the farm. Whistling, she ran from Trevor's caring arms and pranced through the field to (laughs) Gurchuk. Whistling and running. My two favorite things. Left to stand alone, Trevor always knew Tiero's home was with the Sasquatch. She was Gurchuk's pet. Hmm. Ah, okay. (laughs) Pretty blunt, but sure, fair enough. I mean, you know, Uh, a pet, yeah. Babysitter pet. Right. If you have like a wise Labrador, that can watch your baby. Yeah. Watch out for it. Mm-hmm. Somehow, in a jealous sense, Trevor longed to be uh, his pet again, too. Oh, my God. Trevor was into this whole fantasy about being baby for real. Yeah. This we, is really we what called happened. it. Yeah. Thought it was a joke, but nah. He baby. He baby. And now he's back a working man. Trevor gazed after them even long after they had disappeared into the forest, even long after they were a great distance away. One single tear fell from his eye and I'm rolled down baby. his cheek. I am baby. No longer. <laughs> to his beard. Trevor's ideas of for fortune and glory disappeared with them, and he knew he'd be punished as a criminal for letting the only Sasquatch in captivity go free. Damn, dude. Between a rock and a hard place. Now, this really seems like a choose your own adventure. Indeed. Yeah. He's going to get punished. For having all this fun. Making his way <laughs> back to his cabin, Trevor couldn't remember walking out of the ravine and crossing his field. So much had happened, his mind just needed to slow down and rest. Trevor couldn't even remember how he made his way to his bed. At the moment his head touched his pillow, it was as though the star drive engines of his mind had stalled out. Trevor drifted in the deepest sleep he had ever known. As for the wise, silver-tipped Sasquatch, mm-hmm. Gurchuk, Nuxi, Tanoka, and Tiaro. The whole damn crew. Well, they decided to settle elsewhere. The path they followed was found by Gurchuk's sensitive nose. Roaming a good distance along the banks of a clear silvery stream, it led them to where tender green leaves bursted with young buds. The chipper song of they birds. They smoking up, rolling, rolling L's. Brought a familiar and joyous melody. The two young ones followed the wisdom of their fatherly Sasquatch with an abounding childlike trust. He led them to a golden dream full of the riches of nature's harvest and all its glorious colors of gold crimson and blue skies. Yeah, cool. The wind brought with it a tang of high mountain frost and perhaps the lingering beauty of an Indian summer. From the mountain's plateau in the morning of a new day, they gazed upon tier after tier of golden mountain peaks stretching far to the northwest. What a beautiful picture. Man believes he can own the land, but this, this is Sasquatch country. And it always will be. Yeah. That shivers down my spine. That's the best book we've ever read. That's great. What do you think? It's definitely up there, man. Yeah, that's good shit. It makes me want to keep going here. It does. Makes me believe. Because you called it at the beginning. He baby. He baby. And he baby. And he baby. Trevor the baby. Whoa. Damn. All right. Who plays Trevor in the movie? Oh, boy. Gosling? No. All right. You got anybody else? Uh, Zach. Galifianakis. No. I kind of don't mind that. But okay, Shane, what do you think? You quit? Adrian Brody. (laughs) 
Split the difference. Or Jason Schwartzman. Whoa, Jason Schwartzman, I can see. That's also kind of the difference. Yeah, you're right. Cool. Yeah, good one. Jason Schwartzman. I love that. All right, now who plays? Who plays Sasquatch? I think. Or Chuck. The Clune. George Clooney in CGI on stilts? No, just George Clooney with some prosthetics. Oh, it's like the cat's makeup on? Uh Uh-huh. That's cool. Uh Uh-huh. Now who plays, well, the babysitter, I I do forget her name. Things like tea or tapioca. Tapioca. Who plays her? Hmm. Uh, I have a vision in my mind, which makes no sense to me, but I will say it's the little blonde girl from Jurassic Park. Oh, okay. I don't know why. What about you? What do you think? I was gonna bring. She's a big blonde woman now, I presume. (laughs) I was gonna bring Jason Schwartzman back with uh, Natalie Portman. Uh, mm, Okay. From like Hotel Chevalier, Chevalier, the short. They were in. Okay. Haven't Whatever. Seen, haven't seen that. Don't watch the shorts. I watch the longs, buddy. Ganesha, who do you have for uh, <laughs> for uh, the Babysitters Club girl? How about uh, Dakota Fanning? Oh, yeah, I could see that. But like younger Dakota Fanning, not the canceled Dakota Fanning. Well, how old is Jason Schwartzman in this? Rushmore? Now, now age. Oh, okay. Yeah, like what's he forty? Forty ish. Not Phantom. Not Phantom Planet. Planet drummer. California, here we come, Jason Schwartzman. We're talking two thousand nineteen. In fact, maybe twenty twenty. Jason Schwartzman. Wow, in the future. Uh huh. Who else? We got Nuxy again, played by uh, who knows? Uh, Annette Benning. Sure. And then little baby, little baby. Oh, little baby. Now that's Zach Bal. Yeah, uh, Zach Alfinakis is yeah. a little baby. Oh, the the dashing uh, explorer that got the SOS message. Oh yeah, <laughs> that. Oh. That's um the guy who says clever girl in Jurassic Park. That's I'm really pulling from Jurassic Park here for some yeah. reason. Or perhaps the guy who says Sonny Jim in Jumanji. Ooh. Also known yeah. as Bruce Ismay from Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wish I knew his name. Billy Zane can play that role. Oh, that's a Zane. Or oh. Just the wild thornberries, all of them. Those are cartoons. Who, is that it? Is that everybody in this? And Billy Zane. And Phantom Planet could do a special music video. Oh, Phantom, Phantom Planet. Mm, Phantom Planet, but with the font from the movie Phantom. No, and Billy Zane dancing around in his like purple tights. And Hell stuff. yeah. What an underrated classic. It's a great movie. Is that it? Did we do it? Yep. Congratulations, everybody. Three cheers for us. We did it. We just bring in the big band. Cut the cheers. The fireworks. Come on, uh, man. We almost made it till the end. Boom. How yeah. about we... we Make it easy on you. Okay. Okay. It's not going to be a big band because that doesn't fit the Sasquatch theme. It's going to be a woodland themed or like a percussion. Jump, jump. Jump, jump. And a little bit of um, bagpipes. Let's get some bagpipes in there. All the animals like in Lion King where they're all roaring. Once again, can't get the rights. But the, the circle of squash. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, another. That's another home run. Oh, you give me the wrap oh, up sign. Oh, he doesn't like it, so we have to wrap it or up. Or you, Gelman on Regis and Kathy Lee. Chill out with your wrap up. Thanks to Morris Reese for the music. Thanks to Chris Linkwitz for the artwork. Thanks to you for listening. <laughs> you can find us at AMZM Book Club on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. You can find us at bookclubpodcast.com. You can go to patreon.com slash AMZM Book Club. Give us $5 a month and we'll give you two episodes and some other shit. Some other shit. Yeah, you know, we have a chat room. Everybody's in the chat room. It's popping off. People love to chat with us. It's America's favorite chat room. It's just voted by us in our chat room. You could give us a call. Ganesh, what's the number? 567-309-0357. Call that number. Leave us a voicemail. We'll put you on the podcast. Even if you say mean things to us, we may put you on the podcast even louder. That's it. That's the end of the episode. Thank you so much. God bless you. <laughs>